This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 223, Ask a Tennis Pro How to Get the Ball in Your Court with Your English Conversation Skills. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. In today's episode, Lindsay and Christy will talk about their careers as tennis teaching pros And you'll find out how to be a better English conversationalist based on what we know about the game of tennis. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Christy, good morning. Hey, Lindsay, what's up? Excellent. I was just thinking about tennis. And okay. I heard you're a good tennis player. Actually, I know you're a good tennis player, Christy, because <laughs> I, you, the two of us have actually hit the tennis ball a couple of times together, haven't we? <laughs> when I practice, I'm not, I'm okay. <laughs> I haven't practiced in a bit. Uh, but yeah, um, it's, it's a fortunate skill I have. It's it a is. fortunate skill. Have you? When was the last time you hit the tennis ball, Christy? Has it been oh a while? Oh, God. It's been a while. I'm, I'm too embarrassed to, to admit it. Um, But, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things I can jump back into easily just because we both have the same experience. We grew up playing tennis. We grew up playing it's tennis. in my muscles. Absolutely. So <laughs> here's a funny play on words, which is going to be a lame joke. Christy, it's your serve. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell our audience how we met. Okay, that's when we met because we both started teaching at the same tennis club in New York City. Yeah, that's right. We taught at Sutton Tennis, didn't we? On the Upper East Side yeah. of Manhattan. And I remember I met you and, you know, we just hit it off. We were mm-hmm. teaching kids, right? So mm-hmm. tennis lessons in the afternoons and teaching children. That was fun. Did you? How long did you work at Sutton Tennis, Christy? Just that one season with you, um, oh. in the mornings, what I would do is I'd work on building Bumblebee Tennis, mm-hmm. and then I'd come over, and then we'd teach. Oh, my God. The stories. I, I have to just tell you one story about it. Um, okay. This quick one is this. Um, you had to teach really rich people, and this yes. one girl, I tossed her a ball. I was really, like, two feet from her, okay? Because we were doing volleys, and she was, like, seven or eight. And I tossed her a ball. She missed it, so it, it, it kind of just bounced off the for- her forehead. She goes to her mom. She tells her mom that she got hit by the ball. She needs like an ice pack and everything. And I had said, oh, I think you're fine. And her mom turns to me and she does this like whole head head back and forth, the snake thing. I don't know how to explain it to people. The snake. The snake with their head. It goes left to right. And she goes, FYI, 
next time my daughter gets hit by a ball, you better put an ice pack on it. I was like, Oh my God. What is FYI? Uh, What's FYI for our listeners? Okay. It's for your information. Oh God. (laughs) And it's intimidating. (laughs) In pop culture terms, like some people can use it as sort of a having a lot of attitude, like FYI, you know, or some people can say, oh, FYI, like as in truly F for your information. So it's all about your tone of voice. Yeah. FYI, right? (laughs) So we, I mean, you're right. So these kids, um, you know, these are Manhattan kids, right? I I think, don't quote me on this, but I think I remember having a conversation with one of the other teachers there and he was saying that even like Woody Allen's kids play tennis at that, at that uh, club. Yeah, I think um, I taught them. You taught them. <laughs> I was you the taught, taught Woody taught Allen's kids. Yeah. Oh my god, Christy, that's so funny. And yeah, so we had some some real real stars there. And I know in your business, you also had the children of the stars in your Bumblebee tennis. But anyways, we're not here to talk about Hollywood stars. <laughs> um, yeah, you definitely had a client who was really famous. Maybe we won't drop names here, but <laughs> we already have. Yeah, we okay. already have. Okay, okay. So, Christy, I want to know about tennis and how it relates to English learning and also success in life. So what is the number one thing that you've learned from your tennis career? Yeah, I guess it's my dad would say, if I'm not hitting good, it takes thousands of balls. It takes thousands mm. of hits. And it was just uh, showing up, being consistent, coming to practice and to keep trying. Um, and that's really what got me to becoming a pretty good tennis player. Yeah, I like that. So you played in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Did you in play college. In, in college? Did you play in tournaments around Hawaii when you were a kid? Also, did you do the tournament circuit? I did. It was yeah. really hard, actually, but I, yeah. I did. Oh my god, we have such parallel lives. It's so funny. We have so much in common, Christy. It is. Um, yeah, I also did. You know, I did the tournament stuff. I every okay. every weekend, my mom would drive me around to tennis tournaments around mm. New England and Boston, uh, New York State. I mean, it was a hustle. And yeah. At some point, it stopped being fun. Mm-hmm. It just got too intense, just too mm-hmm. hard. You know? mm-hmm. And and yeah, so one of the things that I learned from tennis is that consistency is it. And so that's not only consistency in getting the ball in the court every time, it's also showing up every day for your practice. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that builds mental toughness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Christy, you said that you had an idea about how this could help our listeners in terms of learning English. Yeah. Well, there's two things that I can think of. Um, one is, um, you, when we practice something, there's definitely days and points when we don't want to do it and we don't think it matters. Um, but we go out there and we do it and we either get into it or we do it and we're like, okay, it's over. But, um, each time it helps and it matters. Um, and it's just, it's a muscle memory too. Um, I think also the same thing for English. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
the other thing that I notice about tennis that's very unique uh, compared to other sports is a sense of offense and defense. Um, Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't know if, um, in tennis, it's, I feel like there's more of an uh, offense and defense can go back and forth between one point. Hmm. What does that mean? Can you explain that a little bit more? Sure. Offense means when you're I'm going to say on the offense, when you're, you sort of have the upper hand, like in basketball, maybe you're on the side of your basket. So so you're pushing, you're being more aggressive. Yes, exactly. So you're more aggressive. Um, You have the upper hand. I don't, should we explain upper hand? Yeah. I mean, I think you just did. So this is an idiom that maybe our listeners want to know, right? To have the upper hand, kind of to be ahead, to be in control. Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, and defense is when you're not, <laughs> when you're not, you don't have the upper hand mm-hmm. and you're, you're sort of just trying to defend, just defend from losing the point. Um, and in basketball, you would be on, if you're on defense, you're on the side of your opponent's, uh, basket. And in tennis, um, you can be on the defense often. Often you could be the one being pushed around the court, barely getting to the ball, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to not lose a point and the other person can be on the offense and all of a sudden it can change. Um, mm. the person can all of a sudden have a high shot and now be on the offense. And what's challenging about this is that there's a huge amount of mental toughness that you have where when you're up and you're on the offense, you, you just want that point. You're like, yeah, you know, you mm. see Roth. I don't know that. He's just like, yeah, he he, he pulls in his elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Pumps his fist. Pumps his fist. And he's excited. He's on that offense almost mentally. Um, But then it's so easy. You make one mistake and now you feel like you're constantly on the defense, just trying to stay into the point. And Mm. I think that's sort of the same in interactions. Um, Mm, Interesting. How so? How is it the same? It's the same, not in the aggressiveness, (laughs) but in in that sometimes we can get caught up with a thought. Um, yeah. like that we just said something stupid and all of a sudden we're constantly thinking about it. And then the next thing we say, we're embarrassed. The next thing, and also yeah. we're stuttering mm. and we think, oh, this is, we're terrible at this. Oh my God. You're right. It, it, it could become a downward spiral. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, like when we see Rafa, I'm sure we have some Rafa fans here because we have a <laughs> lot of listeners in Spain. So you guys okay. can a shout out to Rafa Nadal here. But when we see Rafa pumping his fist, we feel that way when we say something in English and we're able, that's, you know, that sounds good. It makes sense. It sounds natural. We're able to keep that conversation going with a native speaker, right, Christy? Yeah, they say something where they validate what we're saying, or you say a funny joke, they get it. Oh, that's the ultimate, the best thing in in, in a new language, when you can Mm -hmm. tell a joke and people laugh. Laugh. Uh-huh. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So cool. it's it's interesting. And I think the insight to take from this is try to be aware of it because it, the reality is, is it's just the thought process and you can change mm. your thought process. You can say, okay, take a deep breath and say, okay, maybe I just said something. They didn't get it. They don't, you know, they understand. Take a deep breath and say, I got this. I got this. And that's what we see mm. in tennis. We're, we're looking at our strings. We're breathing, refoc- retraining our thoughts. Absolutely. So I think this is perfect because tennis is a really good parallel to English because ten- mental toughness is huge in tennis, mm-hmm. uh, more so than other sports, as we've just talked about. So guys, make sure that the ball is in your court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another idiom, right? Keep the ball in your court by telling yourself, hey, I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get out there and speak and it's okay if I make a mistake. I'm still in the game and mm-hmm. I'm on top. I have the upper hand. 
Yeah. So keep it positive. And then if you ever trip up, you say something that you feel embarrassed about, take a deep breath. Just like mm -hmm. in between points in tennis, take a deep breath, remind yourself you can do this, and then restart the conversation. Yeah. I mean, our tennis players, they have rituals, right? Mm -hmm. There are certain things they do. They, they bounce the ball two or three times before serving. There are very specific rituals, and mm. you guys can develop rituals of your own. Oh, maybe, good. Yeah. Maybe it's what Christy just said, taking a deep breath, or maybe it's turning your head a certain way. It's something where you have a, a routine that's telling you to reset. Okay, reset. Go back to zero. Let's start again. And have positive thoughts. Absolutely. I love it. Ooh, this is a cool analogy, Christy. I wish we could talk about this all day, but I think we're out of time for today. <laughs> okay. It's been fun. This has been fun. Thanks, Christy. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, Follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.